We always say that, but we never really have a guest anymore. We just kind of just say it now. Have we even said it the past few times? Yeah, we have. Third lifelong friend? Every time I do an intro, I say, I say three lifelong friends. When was the last time you did an intro? Uh, two weeks ago. Well, it's today now. Go for it. Oh, we're recording right now? Yeah, yeah my microphone's recording this time. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to do it. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Split Screen Gaming Podcast. The occasional weekly podcast where three lifelong friends correspond about video games on the occasional weekly basis. Well, we're starting this one out strong. I am Holden Depardo. I'm Chad Michael Innes. And I am Diane Sawyer. <laughs> <laughs> and we have our most ambitious episode for you yet. The most ambitious episode to datum. Which they didn't say a lot this E3. They didn't say most no, ambitious they, episode. I only heard it once. I heard it once, but the, the new one they yeah, do is... Yeah, because they don't talk about episodes at E3. They don't, <laughs> Well, they did mention, though, they kept saying, we're taking it to the next level. That was like the new... It goes new, up to 11. It goes up to 11. Um, that was the new most ambitious ever. But I'm still saying most ambitious ever. Don't play with the remotes, Chad. It's don't play with my toes Chad. and my remote, and I can do whatever I want with both of them. <laughs> so we're going to talk about E3, kind of like what we thought about E3, and kind of in hindsight E3, now. It's been a few days since it's finished. Pull down your pants. But debrief. before we get into all that E3 goodness, oh, Chad's going to talk about this new purchase that that he bought. Guess what I got? It's very exciting. I'll give you a clue. It starts with PS4 Pro. It ends, ends in a squee. I'm gonna. I guess. got a PS4 Pro squee. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually what I was gonna guess. Actually, I'm looking at the box right now. Squee. So it wasn't a hard guess for me, but to our audience, they might not have known. Yeah, I got my PS4 Pro. Sold my old PS4 to J Bear. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tried out a couple of things on it. What you been playing, Chad? I tried out Farpoint VR. I'm just so nervous that this isn't recording. We recorded seven minutes of this shit. <laughs> yeah, this conversation's already happened. There was a really, really, like, weird tangent I went on about someone... Oh, Barbara Bush. <laughs> You're now about to go on and I'm one not, more time. No, I'm, I, I stopped myself halfway through that sentence so we didn't have to go back into this Barbara Bush tangent. <laughs> um, but you go ahead and mention it anyway. Uh, just watch, Actually, it watch was the seven- Family Guy Barbara Bush killed a guy clip on youtube it was really it was seven minutes of just chad talking about barbara bush for barbara seven minutes. bush killed a guy tell me about farpoint chad uh farpoint uh obviously i beat the game it was great yeah but then i decided i was like all right how much better does ps4 pro make psvr you know with the super sampling and things like that yeah. so i kicked it in there tried it out and i was like dang everything is a lot clearer especially text it is incredibly noticeable with text where things might have been like the text looked like it had a little layer of Vaseline on it. It's so, like, blurry the screen door bit, effect is still there, though? Yeah. I mean, okay. obviously, mm-hmm. it's going to be there on all the, the VR platforms. But yeah. well, It's not like um, it made any better, though. It's still the exact same screen door right. effect. You're still looking at the same number of pixels, yes. Yeah. Uh, so that screen door okay. effect is definitely there. Okay. Um, but the, the edges are crisper. The text mm-hmm. is so much easier to read. Uh, and because everything is crisper... Uh, looking down the sights, aiming down the sights and things like that in yeah. Farpoint VR is so much more effective. Mm-hmm. Like I found in, in times when I was like trying to get headshots on guys, it would, I'd kind of be guessing. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a blurry blob in the middle of that site. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. But this actually made it a lot clearer and I was consistently getting headshots and killing people left and right. It was awesome. Um, so yeah, I saw definitely improvement there. Farpoint and then I was like, ooh, I know that Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, is optimized for PS4 Pro. So I checked out those options, Mm -hmm. and there were three different options in Rise of the Tomb Raider. There was the option for, and you you have to turn these on, actually, or you have to cycle through them in the options menu. By default, it was just the 4K enhanced visuals. Yeah. 
Um, and though I have a 1080p HDTV, I tried out the 4K visuals, and that basically makes a really big rendering and then shrinks it down to fit on my TV so that everything is a lot cleaner, all the jaggies are gone, better anti-aliasing, uh, and everything is just so crisp. And it looked so sexy. Like, I would do it. You still don't have a 4K TV, I would though. do it. That's true. That's true. Still don't have 4K. That's okay, because when I do finally get my 4K, and I know that I'm going to get the LG C6 from 2016, and it's going to be OLED TV, and it's going to be 400 times better than your TV, so... I don't know about that. Well, I'm going to spend about two and a half grand on it, so... I don't know about that. And money equals better. That's true. Money does um, equal better in every circumstance. Anyway, 4K visuals Including made everything super crisp and sexy. And then I was like, oh, there are two other options in here. And so I flipped the switch from 4K visuals to um, frame rate. Higher frame rate. Mm-hmm. Plays at 60 frames a second. I'd rather and have higher was, frame rate, I think. Well, you'll take a look at them and decide per no, game. No, I'm deciding right now for good. Okay, good, great. You flip the switch, and it immediately takes effect. You can see it happening in the background of the menu, uh, and it switches to 60 frames a second, and everything is so smooth. Question for you. How do you see a change in frame rate like that when you're in a menu? Uh, because the snap of your fingers is enough for even just a few frames extra to go by. Oh, that's a good point. Okay. So you're a dumb fucking bitch. All right, thank you for letting me know that. I'm sorry to all the bitches out there. I think you're all good dogs. Um, happy I'm, Father's Day. But I'm not. To all the fathers of all the bitches. But I'm not. You will always uh, think lowly. I love all Jed. dogs. Must love dogs. John Cusack. Was he in that movie? Was that John Cusack? Marley and me. He's sure. the dead dog at the end of Marley and me. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a rip. <laughs> <laughs> Just like dog movies connecting in my head. Milo and Otis. What's the Frankie Muniz one? My dog Skip. John Cusack, but as, but I skip, being John skip, Malkovich, yeah, <laughs> yeah John done. Malkovich. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what the fuck was I talking about? Talking Sixty about, frames a second. Yeah, and then you made me go off tangent. No, I had a very valid question. You don't contribute anything to this podcast. I, I don't. I'm I'm totally useless. so high frame rate looked silky smooth, but it went back to the 1080p visuals. So the, her zipper on her jacket looked jaggy again. The if the bushes and things like that, if they were really close together, uh, it would make for some weird kind of jaggy. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the anti-aliasing wasn't as strong. Sure. Um, so you had that option, and then you had the enhanced visuals where it, it made for more lush environments. So there were more mm-hmm. bushes and, more f- and leaves and uh, kind of thicker vegetation. The snow was more detailed on the mountainsides. Um... So that was really kind of like cool. You have all these extra textures that you have in there that you didn't have before. So you could choose from any one of those three options. And I ended up for this game settling on the 4K visuals because I liked it being really crisp. And the Mm -hmm. 30 frames per second kind of lent itself well to the cinematic nature of Tomb Raider. If it were a faster paced like first person shooter or something like that, I probably would have gone to 60 frames rather. Um, But for Tomb Raider, that the cinematic and this game is so freaking cinematic and amazing. Um, so, yeah, all three of those options were really, really cool, and you had the choice of them. But then it got me thinking that, like, wow, Xbox One X is going to be able to do all three of these at once, and you don't have to make the choice. It's just all of these really great things That's taking place automatically. Flops can do. That's what those flops do, man. Or in Australia, they call them thongs, Terra thongs. <laughs> um, those flip-flops, thongs, get it? Yeah. Okay, gotcha, yeah. So that made me really like, oh, now that I've seen it in real life, it's so it's so hard to tell all of these things from online streams and videos and it's see impossible. the benefits of these. Yeah, especially 4K stuff. You 
anytime you see a video on YouTube, it's like, this is in 4K. You're not watching no, that in 4K. you're watching an extremely compressed 4K version that's going to look like shit. Not It'll look like shit, sharper than 1080p, but if not If you're that streaming much. it to a, a, a big enough display. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it made me feel like, wow, maybe there is actually more of a benefit to the Xbox One X over the PS4 Pro than I thought there was when they announced it. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. It kind of makes me think better of that system now. Um, I'm just very excited to see how that kind of manifests itself in the future. Mm-hmm. I haven't tried downloading anything yet to it. I kind of just backed up everything on the hard drive. So I still have PT on my hard drive, even though I have a new PlayStation 4 because I backed it up to an external and then Thank goodness because you will not it. get that back. No. But I haven't, apparently like download speeds are much better because it has the new AC Wi-Fi, although I have mine uh, Ethernet. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is probably still faster than AC, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it'll still be faster than AC, but I don't know something about it. I don't know if the way it accesses the servers that it's getting the information from is different. I don't know. It shouldn't be. But apparently it's faster. Cool. But overall, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm pretty pleased with it. I'm enjoying it. I uh, sold my old one to J-Bear. Mm-hmm. Shipping that out to him tomorrow. Yeah, I'm still in the conundrum right now of, do I get a PS4 Pro or do I get an Xbox One X? And since I don't have an Xbox right now, I probably should get a One X. If I'm going to get one of the two. Yeah. There's no rush because I already have a PS4. So I'm not like in this you right. know, huge desire to. But I don't know. Like I have a 4K TV now. And see, in, it's kind of funny is that, oddly enough, games is really the only thing you can really get in 4K content-wise. Yeah. I mean, you have like, like Netflix and a couple kind of, of things stuff. Yeah, but, Netflix. but consistently games are coming in 4K now. At least on consoles. Yeah. Which is and if of, you get an Xbox, well, four, then you 4K have, in quotes. You would have a 4K Blu-ray player, too. So you could go that yeah, route as well true. if you go the Xbox. It is very strange to me the PS4 Pro does not have a 4K Blu-ray in it. Yeah. Though. That's the one technical thing about it that I think is odd. If that, however, I, I came to think that if that's the thing that keeps it from being $500. It's worth it. I think that's worth it. Yeah. That's the only thing really pulling me to the PS4 Pro is it's $100 less. And is it really going to be that big of an experience, uh, experience difference? But based on what you're saying with uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, it could be. Yeah. Depending on what I'm looking for graphics wise. Yeah. So I don't know yet. But. So I played that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I mentioned uh, during one of our uh, E3 reactions that I beat Zelda this week. Yeah, you did. I officially unplugged my Switch from the TV. Yeah, it's no longer... It's oh, down there, it's but down I unplugged there, yeah, the HDMI but... cable because it kept popping up every two hours saying, mm-hmm. do you want to switch to this HDMI? Because I guess the Switch would wake up. Maybe and that's why you hate Zelda because every time they pop up, you just get reminded of it. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, so, Holden, tell me about what you did. I, I have to t- I'm sorry. I have to take a big dump. <laughs> <laughs> And well, I was going to say, tell me about what you did. Well, I use the bathroom. But I was like, no, this might take a little bit. And I'll, I'll just go in a rant to... about what, I, no, uh, what, I, what I've done. I mean, I might be in there for like six or seven minutes. I can talk about uh, the five minutes of Rise of Zero Dawn I played all day. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, we will we'll, return. We're stop it. Hey, let me poop. All right, I'm back from pooping. I feel so good. I'm glad you feel good, Chad. What were you talking about? Um, we were going to talk about what I've been playing this week. What have you been playing this week, Holden? So I, I bought two games. You only bought two games? I bought two. Actually, technically I bought three games this I bought week. a lot of games this week. I bought three games this week. I think I also bought three. I bought, uh, off a friend, I bought Professor Layton in the Diabolical Box. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For $7. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was worth it. I haven't played it yet, but I want to play it. I'm still going through Aslan... Azrin Legacy? Is that the name of the one I'm playing right now? Um, Professor Layton series is great, but you don't like puzzles, so you would... Yeah, I'm not a, I just discovered recently, 
I think it all started with watching you play The Witcher that I was, or not The Witcher, The, the Witness. The Witness. I was like, I fucking hate this. <laughs> and so puzzle games can either be like great because it's like, oh, here's a puzzle I want to figure out, or you can get this like really shitty puzzle I just did in Professor Layton where it's like, you have to figure out which safe the the thief is going to break into at night by taking a, a series of random numbers and he's not going to pick a safe that those numbers can add up to like fuck you I'm not, I'm not doing that it's like it can be one between one and 60 i'm like thanks for narrowing it down to 60 <laughs> numbers but oh that was such a goddamn annoying puzzle yeah that sounds shitty that was not a good puzzle so i bad puzzles not fun good puzzles fun mm. so i got that game yep i got horizon zero dawn finally because on yeah, sale yeah you did and then i got arms Let's talk about Horizon first. Arms. These are I, my awards, mother, from Army. <laughs> so Horizon Zero Dawn, I just got to The Proving, which is like the first story element. Yeah, the first kind of big story. The, Did you yeah. finish The Proving or just get to I The Proving? I got to The Proving. Okay. There was like a, a little cinematic I watched of them climbing up a mountain and the, okay, okay. the, the sh- kind of shitty kid who like, threw the rock at her in the beginning of the game is like being a... He's just kind of being a show off and yeah. going faster ahead of them. Obviously, he's not going to make it. He's going to die or something like that because they just keep playing it up like that. We'll see what happens. Anyway. Um, I don't know. I've never played the game. After have to find out. <laughs> after that, then there's like this herd of robot deer. I'm trying to hunt those guys. And then I thought to myself, boy, I really want to play ARMS right now. <laughs> so I just stopped playing and then went to play ARMS. And to be fair, I did stop playing Arms to play Horizon because I wanted to play Horizon too. So I I, yeah. I do want to play Horizon, good. but Arms is so good. It I really like you hate puzzle games. I hate fighting games. Yeah, because I it's not fun being like, hey, try Mortal Kombat out. It's really fun. We'll have a good time. Play one on one against each other, and then I'm just like a rag doll while they're doing combos <laughs> against me, and I can't do anything. So, but this is a this is cool because there aren't combos. It's not it's like Smash Bros where you kind of have like buttons to do certain things, but there's no like combinations really. Yeah. This is different in the sense that you literally just punch forward or you know punch forward or curve your punch. You can grab, and that's about the only attack you can really do in the game. It's really about maneuvering fast and trying to find the in on your opponent. And those fights can get super super intense. Is that a euphemism? An op- oh, We're an trying opening? to find the right hole in the vagina. That's exactly what it's, the game's really about, actually. It's it's called Arms, but it's really more about. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> it's the E-rated version of Fists. Yes, it's the E-rated version. of Fists. <laughs> they could have called it Fists, but they'd be like, actually, oh, that's gross. Like, that Let's was like the, the original. Actually, if you think about it, though, that would be a better name because you're 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 changing, you're changing out your, your arms. Fists. You're changing out yeah. arms to different arms, but your arm is always the same. It's always the fist that changes. I bet you Fist was a name for the game at first, oh, and then they realized. Although arms could also be like your weapons. Yeah. So I'm changing my okay. arms. See, that's why they there. went with that one. Now, also no, because fist of the fisting is, connotation. Yeah, totally. It could have been called fists as well, though. Great, which would well, have been hilarious. I'm glad you're having a fun time fisting. So yeah, it's it's absurdly fun. I'm really really enjoying it. It's also deeper than I thought it was going to be too. Like each each arm has it's either like um, a straight up just boxing glove that has a packs a punch, or it's a boomerang and it can like it can curve. So you can kind of like kind of sneak up in your enemies almost. Yeah. You have some that Hold on. you punch and then yeah, what's up? Is it not recording again? I stopped for some reason. 
It stopped for some reason. I know. Oh, oh no, it's it just recording? went back to the beginning. God damn it. Okay, yeah, continue. Oh, I can continue talking now? You can okay. continue talking. I'm sorry. Oh, you're such a nuisance, Chad. There's another type of arm where when you punch, like, things will come out of your, your glove to kind of surprise your enemy. Um, so it might make it, it says a wider range for the attack. So there's just there's a lot of different arms you can use, and you can oh, mix and match them. Oh, arms. It did it again. It went right no, back to the beginning. Shut up. It's oh, funny. I know it's the recording. It just went back to the beginning again. So... I'm just very surprised with the depth, and like I'm really having a good time experimenting with the different arms and seeing what each one does, how it benefits each character. It's I'm having a blast with it. I good. don't know how the longevity of that's going to be. Yeah, like it'll be like in three years, I'm still playing arms. Like I don't know if that's going to be the case, but for right now, I'm having a really good time with it. How's basketball? And the basketball part of it? Yeah, yeah. Actually, the basketball part's kind of fun. The the basketball part you can pay like these other mini games. So there's volleyball. There's like a it's called hoops and. Hoop. There's a Hoops trick and shot. Arms. So trick shot is or skill shot is where there's uh, a series of bullseyes between you and your opponent, and you have to punch through the bullseyes. Targets. Targets. But you can also the bullseyes I'm, are the center of the targets. No, the bullseyes. So, mm, mm, no, on the bullseyes. Mm, mm, bullseye actually targets. not. So well, I'm a big Daredevil fan, and Bullseye's my favorite character in Daredevil, so I'm going to try the bullseye. I am a very big Colin Farrell fan. <laughs> Four of my top five favorite movies involve Colin Farrell, including Daredevil. Not including Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so the targets, Target, you punch through the Targets. I'm just not uh-huh. going to say it right just to upset you. Good. Uh, that's okay. And you can get like extra points by hitting your opponent while hitting the um, the Targets, or if you hit multiple Targets at once, that's useful. Yeah. Sometimes the Targets are too high, and you trebuchet. have to like, jump up. Trebuchet. Mm-hmm. Trebuchet. Yep. Gu- guillotines as well. Mm-hmm. Guillotines. Yeah, guillotines. Mm-hmm. And the hoops... You're basically when you grab your enemy because you punch like with both fists forward at the same time. You go yeah. for a grab, and when you grab them. You just dunk them as soon as you grab them, and that's actually it's not as fun to play as like a fighting match, but yeah. it is really fun just to see one of your guys go through the hoop. <laughs> I don't know why I get so much joy out of that when that happens. And volleyball is kind of lame, honestly. Really? Yeah, I don't like the volleyball one. You that were much. so excited about volleyball during the test punch. I know, and then but playing more and more of it, it's just kind of so. I don't feel like I have that much control over where the ball goes. And maybe I just don't understand it quite yet. I need to play yeah. some more of it. But I feel like I punch it, and the ball just goes wherever it wants to go. But it always goes forward. So if I punch it, and I punch the um, the side facing the net, yeah. it will still go towards the net. Okay. That's weird. It's very weird, yeah. It's kind of bizarre. But the one-on-one fighting is where it's at. And the, the hoops and the volleyball and the skill shot are kind of there so when you're in the party mode where you're just kind of playing with a lobby of people yeah. and you just kind of cycle between different matches, it's just kind of there to break it up a little bit. But party mode, I think, is where it really shines. You get, like, two-on-two fights. You can do, like, three-way fights. Um, you do one where you fight against this... Um, all Three people fight against one big enemy named yeah. Headlock. And he is... Uh, I'm not going to get into like what he is because he'll kind of ruin he's got the Grand Prix. Fists. He's got six fists. You know, I'm not telling you what he is, but uh, he has six fists, and he's very difficult. And I'll say at a certain point in the game, you have to fight him one-on-one. Oh, really? Yeah, and he's really difficult. Is there a like a a, a story component, however loose that it might be, like, like it's, the Smash Bros? I, I wouldn't even call it a story. It's literally... I want to play as this character through the Grand Prix, and it does the little intro saying, like, Ninjaru's going to the Grand Prix. It's very exciting. And it's just you fight every character. And then you just fight every character. And there's a little intro that's like, this character is good at this, and the mummy guy can regenerate. And it's just, it's not like a story. Okay. 
And, but and then at the end, there's like the headlock kind of comes in in a story element, if you will. Sure. But it's really just whatever. Okay. That said, though, I like the characters a lot. The characters are actually very different and unique, and they're all kind of have their own little spin, but they feel cohesive at the same time as like all together. I'm really, really digging it. It's a, it's a good, really good game. Good. I'm glad. And it's the motion controls are rock solid. Nice. Really solid motion controls. Probably the best motion controls I've ever played in a game. Cool. Oh, very, very responsive. I did notice during... Uh, I've been playing Breath of the Wild so much mm-hmm. that I noticed that during Rise of the Tomb Raider, I aimed my bow, and then it was like moving my controller around on the other thing. It's not moving on the screen. It was like, oh, shit, I have to aim with a thumbstick again. I can't I gotta tell get you back to that. how hard it is playing Horizon Zero Dawn not being able to use gyro. It's, yeah. it is, it's not something that's just in Breath of the Wild. They have the same thing in Splatoon. So Splatoon, you use the sticks to aim and then like just kind of fine-tune adjust right. with the gyro. That's such a brilliant mechanic. Yeah. It needs to come everywhere. And the PS4 has the technical capabilities. It does. It's just got to be written in the code. It's that, That's one of my favorite little tiny like things that like yeah. Breath of the Wild that I want in other games. I, I have a super hard time aiming in Horizon Zero Dawn. Well, we'll find out what is and isn't coming to other games from events like E3. Are we talking about that right now? We're going to talk about E3. So what E3 PO. So where do you want to start with this? I don't know. And know. I was like, Emilio. <laughs> I don't want to jump into who won E3 quite yet. No. But I'd Why say, would we give away the goods up front? I'd say sort of the biggest letdowns. Biggest letdown. Okay. So, yeah, we've got a couple of things we'll just talk about at E3. Yeah. Uh, let me get to the notes. Let me get to the notes. I found the notes. Biggest letdowns. Holden, what was your biggest letdown? I would say my biggest letdown, now that I was like looking forward to it, but the Forza demo where they show off that car was like such a gigantic <laughs> letdown because I don't care about the game, but I'm like, I'm watching yeah. this conference and it's like, oh, fuck, I got to sit through them talking about a real car for a little while. Not even something in a video game. Yeah. That was disappointing because it was so unnecessary. Probably one of my least favorite E3 moments just in general. Yeah. Yeah. That was I don't a know really if I would bad moment. that as a letdown. To me, that was a letdown. I mean, a letdown it, it, would be like early in the show. It wasn't like it was like if it was like a. It's like the the conference starts hype moment that they then talk they about. They talk about Xbox One X for a little bit, and like now we're gonna talk about games for it. Here's a real car, and I'm like, okay. that was okay. a letdown. If you describe it as that, maybe. Yeah. Uh, letdown for me. I feel like Crackdown Three was a bit of a letdown. Yeah. Or at the I'm very least, about their demonstration game. of that game was a bit. What of a letdown. demonstration of that game? Or, or exactly the the trailer that they showed like. That was literally was just a series not of much. To it, it was a montage of just random clips. It was a montage of explosions. We, I've Fits. also like they have been saying so much about how destructible these environments are, and they've not really shown it. Well, they kind they've of seen it, it kind of in trailers, but also this week they've talked about not necessarily in the conference itself, but through. Um, like playing it on the floor, and I've read previews from other people from other news sites. And these destructible environments are in the multiplayer, mm-hmm. but not in the single-player content. Like, blowing up a building and completely decimating a city. You can't do that in the single-player. I guess I mean, it kind of makes sense because, oh, there are actually objectives and things like that that you mm-hmm. need to get to or hard-to-collect collectibles that are on top of these buildings and things like that you need mm-hmm. to find a way to get to. But it just so much to me screams like a game... When it was announced for the Xbox One, 
they were very different in their messaging for the console itself. Like yeah. they had mentioned, hey, we're going to have the power of the cloud. We're going to be TV and it's going to be all these things. It's going to be always online. And everyone was like, whoa, we don't want that at all. That sounds terrible. So then they're like, oh, just kidding. We're going to back up and we're not going to be always online. And we're never going to mention cloud computing again. And fuck TV. It probably really messed the development cycle. And it, it's, that's, I feel like that's why we haven't seen Crackdown in so long. Because it was a game that was like, it seems it like their marquee title yeah. for all of those features. Mm-hmm. And now it's kind of like, well, half of it kind of still is that old fe- like old stuff. Oh, cloud computing, things like that. And half of it is kind of like, just kidding. We're going a different direction with it. And mm-hmm. Oh, I just I'm worried that they're not going to do any part of it justice. I feel like that game is not going to get reviewed very well. No, I don't. I don't think it's going to do well at all. But I think it's like when you have a bad movie and like they don't let this. You have like a screening of it ahead of time. Like they're not showing this game. Yeah, they're not showing it. <laughs> Unless almost, they plan to show it closer. But... I almost was going to say like, oh, but it's too late now to pull the plug on it. They've come so far. They have such a. But then I was thinking, oh, well, they well, did else... scale bound. But no, so. but if they pulled off, they pulled crackdown then they would really have they they would have have anything they'd have super lucky tales (laughs) this coming this fall yeah so crackdown 3 was a letdown to me yeah i thinking a little bit more i've yes how do i I phrase this i don't know how to phrase it i can't read your mind i'm not professor i'm let down by the presentation of sea of thieves the presentation, like what we saw, or the like presentation how they of the game how itself. they talk about it, how okay. they show it off. Because we've talked about off the podcast, like how we just don't get that game. Yeah, how it's it just doesn't seem like it seems like it's a it's a lofty promise, but not really going to be that fun to play. Kind of like a No Man's Sky situation, where like right. there'll be a few people who are like pirates. I love this, but then like everyone else is like, this is dumb. There's no point to playing this. Where's the progression? I don't understand it. Everyone who has played that game at E3, everyone who I've seen talk about it who is at E3 says yeah. it's incredible. I know. I everyone else it. who is just watching it from a distance doesn't seem to understand that game. So I'm kind of, I guess I'm let down by how they talk about it and what we know of it. Because it seems like it's a really cool idea. I spent about a half hour last night watching Angry Joe. Do you know Angry Joe? No. He's a YouTuber um, that's uh, pretty prominent. And he had like a half hour of gameplay with some of the developers and he just posted it and watching like a real like scenario of like going out to get treasure. It actually did look kind of cool. Really? It did. Yeah. So like they were going from, uh, they were, they were sailing across the ocean and it was easily the best video game ocean I'd ever seen. It was insanely gorgeous. Top 10 video game oceans right now. Go. <laughs> just kidding. Wind don't, Waker. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> so Wind Waker. Wind Waker HD. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what other video game oceans exactly. are there, really? Yeah, Phantom Hourglass. Um, so there was, like, a moment where they were going through a storm, and the waves are, like, really starting to crash, and you can see them kind of rolling off in the distance. It was really beautiful. And then they see there's a ship ahead. And everyone on the ship's like, cool, we want to sneak up on them. Everyone turn the lights off on the ship. So, like, everyone's running around the ship, like, turning all the lanterns off on the ship so they can get this, like, sneak attack up on this pirate ship they're coming up to. And then they blew the hell out of their ship with, with cannons. They uh, stole the treasure from their ship and then, like, left the, the island. It was super cool to kind of watch that. And I'm like, you know, if I had four friends who all wanted to yeah. play this game and we got to do this, it would be super fun. But I don't. 
I still don't maybe understand. super fun for the moments like that. Yeah. How how rare are those moments though? I feel like that's so they showed those kind of really cool things about No Man's Sky, and then it turns out oh, they, you're they just were going they went more in detail though, like rocks. how the systems work and all this. You're not in a like it's not an, like an MMO where everyone's in the same universe. You're actually in a pretty reasonably sized map. I, going back to Windmaker, actually, I'd say it's actually smaller than the Windmaker map. Okay, it looks smaller than the Windmaker map to me, but it's populated by three to four crews of pirates. Not Terry Crews. Not Terry Crews. Three okay. to four. Not Tom Crews. No, Tom Cruise is actually in this one. Okay. And it seems like they're kind of trying to set you up to run into these other pirates. Because, like, you might be on an island and getting told there's treasure in a certain area. Well, there's treasure in a certain area. The other team might know about that treasure as well. So you kind of all might be heading towards that treasure. That's the impression that I got, at least. So it does kind of seem like it will culminate into something. Cool. But I'm kind of let down by how it's presented because now that I've seen some more of it, I could see why it would be really cool. But realistically, I'm still not going to have. That yeah, realistically, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna buy it. Well, I'm not gonna buy an Xbox for that game. Oh, that's for definitely sure. not. But if yeah. it's a free with games for gold and you have a subscription and an Xbox, I'll come play it on your console maybe for three minutes. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> Sold. Microsoft, you got yourself a winner. Anything else you were let down by? Wiener. Um, I, this next thing that you have on there I think is a good transition. Beyond Good and Evil 2. Yeah. Like, they showed this thing off, and you could tell that they thought it was going to be the drop-the-mic moment. That's like, the end of the show. Yeah, it. they ended. Ubisoft ended their conference with it. It's a good trailer, to be fair. It's a very I mean, good trailer. It's a, it's, a, it's a really cool CG trailer. Yeah. But it's not representative of the game, I don't feel. No, it's because the game literally doesn't exist. They were asking you, hey, join this club and help us make the game. Mm -hmm. We don't know what it is yet. Um, So that was a big letdown because they wanted it to be the Final Fantasy VII remake moment where Mm -hmm. they're like, it's been kind of rumored for years and years and years, and then suddenly, oh, fuck, it's well, true? Not, well, oh, no, shit. It's and a, then, and it's, but it's different than Final Fantasy VII remake in the sense that we saw Beyond Good and Evil 2 at E3 in 2008. They showed it off almost a decade ago. Yeah. And are now bringing it back being like, here it is, guys. Also, I, s- still haven't made any of it. Yeah, still haven't made any of it. Exactly. We saw more of it in 2008 than exists right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I, this is another one I, 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 I wanted to look more into. And apparently, so like I think IGN got a chance to go take a look at it. And see what it's like. They actually got a demonstration of it. Yeah. And man, does it seem like a No Man's Sky promise. Does it really? Yeah. So they were talking about how it is this like multi-planet system that you are in. And like without any loading screens, you're able to fly from one planet to the other planet. And you get to that planet, everything scales appropriately. So like what looks like um, a little like, you know, a little small little structure on the planet turns yep. out to be this gargantuan statue when you, you know, come up to it or something like that. And they're they're basically the developers are saying that what they want is it's a it just sounds weird but it's like an action relationship building game where you it, this is just my in, in inference of what they were talking about. Okay. But what it seems like is you might find like a band of like scavengers or something like that and they give you this mission and say hey on this planet you got to go talk to this person and then you go to that planet and you talk to that person to get more information about the mission that you have to go on or something like that and the best place to get the resources and you're just kind of 
finding out more things by conversing with people that help you accomplish tasks in the world. That's what it seemed like they were going for. Yeah. That's really lofty because you think about how many variables are at play if you're talking about creating a social, like, you know, uh, like a, uh, just a network of people who have control over this world. Like, all right, here's actually an example. They said if you were to do a mission, right, that took away unobtainium from one of the planets, right? Oh, God, I hope they have avatars on Octanium. <laughs> Actually, Octanium is a real resource. Legitimately. I, I hate the world. <laughs> and when you take the unobtainium away and, like, a certain city really needs it unobtainium, you will see impacts of in their economy by not having unobtainium. And I'm like, that sounds ridiculous. That yeah. sounds like such a huge promise. If they had, if they had shot off a demo... Of all this at E3 and said, this is how it works, this is what it looks like. It'd be cool, that sounds interesting. No. But the fact they showed nothing of the game, they really, just, and then said, to happen, here's y'all. this really crazy thing we want to do. By the way, they've been working on the engine for the past three years, and now they're starting to work on the game. I'm not getting a sense that this is going to, A, happen anytime soon, or B, um, come out in any, like, in a- any similar form they want it to come out in. Right. Here's the kicker, though. They want... A, a a live gameplay demo by next year. Live gameplay demo? Yeah. I mean, they could do that with like a vertical slice maybe, but they Absolutely. have a lot of work to do they to get a, there. Exactly. So uh, we should be seeing it in the not too far future. So it's a lot. We'll have to see. Yeah. Yeah. Woof. But I, I don't know if I was let down. I'm more just kind of like, this seems like, you know, Final Fantasy 13 or The Last Guardian or like this game where they show it, it doesn't come out for a super long time. It'll sure. be on like PlayStation 5 or something like that or whatever. Yeah. We'll see. Cool. Uh, should we talk about most anticipated games from the show next? Um, yeah, I mean, why not? That's what sex sounds like. <laughs> All right. <laughs> What's your most anticipated game? Jack? I started making a list. And then I kept making a list. You have a long list. And though. the list kept getting bigger and bigger. Let's do three. And the games. more I thought Let's about f- it, yeah. that I I started to realize just how great this E three was. Mm-hmm. And I think watching these conferences, I was I was like, well, damn, there weren't really any surprises in there. Uh, it was just kind of an okay conference. Or it was pretty good, blah, blah, blah. but then looking back on this list of all of these fucking games that we How have coming in the next year and a half. How many of those games, though, did we already know about before E3? That doesn't matter. It does matter. It doesn't matter. It absolutely matters. You go to E3 to see what's new. Not or, to see... No, you don't. Or you get to see new things about games you're excited about. Or mm-hmm. get release dates or things like that for games that you're really excited about. And there is so much on this list that I'm just like, oh, shit. I am really excited for what's coming this fall, or what's coming early 2018, or what's going to get delayed into 2019. Mm-hmm. Like, it's let's, a it's a very cool list of games that we have coming up. Like, let's do five. I don't know if I could pick five. Wow. Five of my most anticipated. This is my list. Holy crap! Yeah, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, Let fifteen, me see sixteen, list. seventeen, eighteen, nineteen games on this list. Actually, share it with me. Just share it to me. I'll look at right. my phone. Look at it on I can't phone. reach across the table to grab a phone. <laughs> Airdrop to Holden Depardo. Accepted. Did it say accepted? No, I said accept it. Oh, I thought you I said was accepted. Telling like, I you haven't accepted it yet. That's weird. Why accept it. There are so many All these things. games are stupid. You're an idiot. <laughs> 
just because <laughs> only a handful of them are Nintendo games. Actually, all the Nintendo games that I am excited about are on here, minus one. That's because you like Metroid 2 remakes. I want it's a solid list. Though. I want it. It's a very solid list. Yeah, I mean, let's kind of run down this. So I'll say I don't agree with all these. I think that some of these I I don't care for as much. Also, games like I think everyone thinks are a really big deal, but I'm just not there quite yet. Like Days Gone. That's the only one that you don't like. No, I'm looking at this list. That's not true. I'm probably not going to play South of Park. South of Park. South, South Park. of the Park. South of the Park. <laughs> That's like a really foofy version of South Park. South <laughs> of the Park. Uh, <laughs> I don't care for South Park too much. Um, what was the other one? Yes, yeah, Spider-Man actually is one that I'm also like not super pumped. Like It looks cool. Yeah. But I'm not. Like, you don't like superheroes, though. It's not even, no, I mean, I'd play a superhero game, absolutely. That's no, very wouldn't. different. Absolutely, I would. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> I, you want to know an example? Did you play the last, uh, the dark, what's the, Arkham Knight? I didn't play that. Exactly. Why don't like superheroes? Batman's not a superhero, he's just a guy in a suit. What other fucking superhero games are there? <laughs> Prototype, Infamous. Oh my god, no, you don't like superheroes. <laughs> of course you're not excited for Spider-Man, so you don't, it doesn't... That's count. not true. It's not your there's, type of there's, game. There's Lego Batman. <laughs> oh my god! Fuck. No, oh, but that Batman you're okay with? <laughs> um, the Spider-Man game everyone is so amped about, and I'm like, that's what I thought a Spider-Man game would look like. Because it's a chance to be Sp- Spider-Man, and yeah. it looks like it's actually going to be good for a change. Like we're so, no, the only. There have been good Spider-Man games. Yeah, fifteen years ago. And just go play those ones. Okay. Yeah, with our <laughs> not backwards compatible PlayStation Four. Uh, I'm so. being a dick right now. Oh, that's uh, fun. As, even if you don't appear, like, if they came out with The Witness Two, I wouldn't shit all over it. I'd be like, "Good for you, Holden. Yeah, go play your Witness Two. No, no, no. 2. I'm, I'm, no I'm, I am being needlessly harsh on Spider-Man. I mean, no, I know that looks... I know why people appreciate The Witness, and for what it is, yeah, fucking go for it. That's really awesome. I guess it looks like great. And I can it looks super. It. I guess I think I guess I just didn't like Sony's conference as much as you did. I think that's what it kind of comes down to. We'll get to that in a second. But that just, has nothing to do with absolutely. just Spider-Man as a game. It, for, it's more that like. In the context of it being at E3 and being like, I watched this whole thing. What are they going to show us the last game? A game they showed last year. Wonderful. They showed us like 10 minutes of gameplay from a game that they just barely showed a trailer for last year. We actually know what this game looks like while you're playing it. Yeah. You do. But you're going to cream your pants over a title screen for Metroid Prime 4. Uh, because I know what Metroid Prime games are like, and I can't wait for it. <laughs> Do you know why you know? Because you saw it 2,000 years ago when it came out. Yeah, so it was so good. Oh, you so double-standard little Jew. <laughs> no, so I just, I don't know. Like, I watched the gameplay. I'm like, yeah, this looks really fun. I actually probably am going to buy it. No, but don't lie to yourself. I'm absolutely going to buy Spider-Man. No, you're not. I am going to buy Spider-Man. All right, let's make a, let's mark 9.24 p.m. Mm-hmm. on June It's kind of an easy 18th. bet. Because either I give you money for the bet, or I give Spider-Man money. I, I'm giving Spider-Man the money. That's right. I'm giving Sony yeah, money. Yeah, give Sony Spider-Man money. the money. Yep. I go to the store. I go. Can I just buy this from Spider-Man, please? And then like a guy comes out with a Spider-Man outfit. I hand him money, and then he gives me the game. Yeah. Yep. So what other invalid arguments do you have? Uh, let's see here. What games can I shit on for you? God of War looks so boring. You're an idiot. <laughs> no, God of War looks incredible. That game looks really good i'm very excited for god of war yeah that i would have rather have seen i guess they opened with god of war last year didn't they they did yeah yes they couldn't have opened or closed with it this year 
But I guess I would have rather have seen like more God of War gameplay over Spider-Man gameplay. Or um, closing with Shadow of the Colossus would have been awesome. That would have been a really good drop the mic moment. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, by the way. Because that was, I think that was my, of Sony's conference, that's my most anticipated game they showed off. Yeah. 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 Sorry, it kind of just deterred us from our, where we were. We were talking about our most anticipated games, and then I just started shooting all over Spider-Man just to upset you. Yeah. And so what are your most anticipated games? Yeah, let's go through this list. Okay. On this list, Spider-Man and God of War, A Way Out looks super freaking cool, and I'm very excited yeah. to, to play that. That does look very good. Uh, probably won't play it with you, though. I'll probably play it with Tom. Uh, <laughs> just because I don't think I can look at you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I'm I'm actually thinking about a way out. That might be if I had to narrow this down to a top five. That might be one of my most anticipated mm-hmm. ones. Uh, just Did you play Brothers? It does look so different. No, I have it in like eight different platforms, but I have never played it yet. Yeah. By the way, you gave me shit for Metroid Prime Four. Metroid Prime Four was on your list. Too. Yeah, it is on my list. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just saying, just saying, just saying. I'm just saying. I hold them both in a very like. Oh my god, I'm so excited for both. And you're like, no, that's stupid because we've already seen it before. But a title screen! Jizz! When I say we've already seen it before. We've already seen that exact Spider-Man game before last year. We have year. not seen that exact We knew it footage. was coming already. It wasn't new. Is it's that not, all you want new is new game. things? I want only new games. All right, well, we're going to tell you about 17 new Amiibo, some new Happy Home Designer shit, and a Kirby game you don't care about, and then we're going to tell about all the 19 Fire Emblem games that are coming. See, only one satisfying? of those actually happened. But the they're all new things. Does that make you happy? No, because there are shitty new things. Or there are shitty awesome things. repeats. This is why I liked Microsoft's keynote better than Sony's. There was more new things. Wow. Mm-hmm. I think you just have different priorities than the rest of the world. <laughs> also, you tie your shoe like an idiot. <laughs> I did not realize I tie my shoe differently than everybody else than until Everyone today. else in the world. <laughs> I don't know who taught you that, but... That person needs to be fired. My mother taught me that. She's fired. <laughs> okay. Let's keep going on this list here. Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle, man. That one that one surprised the hell out of me. It, it, it's so funny because that was the biggest surprise of you. Oh, you like that? Be? You like that was a good surprise? Because we already knew about I know, it. We've seen that screenshot and read all about this game. <laughs> you fucking liar. But it's totally funny. That was probably the, one of my biggest surprises because... Oh, I, I hate you so much right had no, we, we I knew, hate you so much We knew right what now. that game... We knew it was We've coming. already seen no, that like, in a leak on Kotaku. Let me explain myself. I'm not going to let you explain anything because your logic is shit. Just because this has Nintendo characters in it, you give it a pass. That's not at all. Oh, there's so next up was Mario Odyssey. Characters. I'm really excited about Mario Odyssey. All right, let me show my point about, about um, Mario Rabbids. Anthem yet. looks super titties. It does. And it was new. I'm and Microsoft closed with a new game yeah, because they did it right. Yeah, that was exciting. It was very exciting. Mario Rabbids. The reason that was a big oh, surprise. Oh, no, we're past that. No, we're no, no, no. Mario we're doing Rabbids. that. We're doing this. We're doing uh, this. I'm really excited for Anthem <laughs> because it looks like it's going to be a really good story <laughs> game as well as a kick-ass Okay, let's talk about Anthem for a second. And then I'm going to go back to Mario Rabbids after that, okay? I'm sorry, what are we talking about? Anthem right now. And then we'll go back yeah. to Mario Rabbids. There's a point in the Anthem in the Anthem demo where a guy is just talking to the screen. And I yep. really think the only reason that moment is in there is the shit show about Mass Effect. Just to really show them, bad. hey guys, we can do faces. Exactly, right, the Mass Effect facial animations—they had to like win people over on that. Yeah, because that was one of the best facial animations I've seen in a video game. It was very good. 
compared to Mass Effect, where the eyes are like flying all over the place. <laughs> and they can't stay straight at all. Why did they put wings on the eyes? I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know what's going on anyway. So Mario Rabbids. And then uh, Far Cry 5. I mean, yeah, we've seen a lot from that game now. Different like mood trailers, story trailers, and then we saw game pay- gameplay of it. That is one trend um, I actually don't like is, let's show a bunch of trailers for this game before E3, and then basically show you the same trailers at E3 again, and then just uh, throw some extra gameplay in there. Show it all yeah. of them at E3. It's more exciting that way. I'm I'm pumped for Far Cry Five, and that's one. I think I'm really pumped for that one because it is. I mean, it's coming sooner, so I have uh, some things to look yeah. forward to that are coming up pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. I am stoked as shit for Wolfenstein Two: New Colossus in a way that I never thought I would be. Yeah, same here. So much so that yeah, this week I immediately downloaded Wolfenstein: New Order, and I'm gonna play that as soon as Tomb Raider's done. Well, I, I played Wolfenstein: New Order. The first like hour of it, maybe, and I just played. I'm like, this is just another first person shooter. I heard good things about it, but I'm probably not going to play this. And I stopped playing it, and then watching the new Colossus trailer, I'm like, is that the game I played? <laughs> that looks so much different. So now I'm convinced I want to play New Order now. So I'm going to give that a better chance because apparently the characters are really strong and all that going forward. Once you get past like two hours or something like that, it's yeah. getting really good. So I'm going to give that game a chance really because the new Colossus trailer was so good. I'm pumped for those new Colossus characters and the humor and all that shit. And I just mm-hmm. want to, I'm, I'm excited to jump into that world. Yeah. Uh, next one, Metroid prime four. Yeah. Go for Nothing it. Nothing to say about that game. Go for it. No, like it's coming. I'm excited. That's all there is to say. All right. Metro Exodus. Yeah. This was a big surprise to me. I've been talking that up that series this year too on the show too. Uh, that that you deserve a pat on the back. Look at you talking up a decade old game. I don't know yep. how old that game is, but it's close. It's I'm old. Pretty sure. It's older. Yeah. yeah, it was on the 360 and PS3. Yeah, but yeah, I would start playing that game this year, and I'm like, man, I love this. I really hope they make a new one, and then they just show off a new one. Yep, and it looks gorgeous. So that surprised me so much that. I immediately bought Metro Last Light and Metro 2033. I'm, I'm curious what you think of Metro. I I just started playing Last Light because yeah. I was going to wait a little bit before I jumped into that one. Did you download, because there was Metro Remastered, mm-hmm. there was Metro Last Light, and Metro 2033. Did you play just 2033? I played just 2033, but I bought the bundle Okay, of both of them. Did you do the same? Uh, I just bought 2033 and Last Light. I did not buy Metro. Metro 2033 and Metro Last Light are... Wait, 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 one more time, what are you saying? There's a third game just called Metro. That's the collection of both of them. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Because Exodus is the third game in this series. Okay, Unless okay, Metro okay, is okay. just another game. Okay. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Uncharted Lost Legacy. Yeah, I think we all know why Uncharted Lost Legacy is anticipated. It's Naughty Dog. It's going to be fucking fantastic. It looks fantastic. Strong, amazing, hot female protagonists. Um... Looks like there's going to be some great action set pieces in there as well. Cool. South Park Fractured Butthole. Just because those guys fucking nailed it with Stick of Truth. Fucking nailed the humor. Made it exactly like it's a a long episode of the show. And apparently this one's going to have an even more kind of in-depth battle system. Yeah, everyone who I've heard play that have said that they liked playing the game more than they did Stick of Truth. I'm also really excited for it. Like, I, I loved the fact that that was... A really funny, really enjoyable 10-hour RPG. Mm-hmm. Like, you could get everything out of that game and have an enjoyable experience, and it didn't overstay its welcome. It was like yep. 10 hours, got what I needed from it. It was amazing. Really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you didn't like Days Gone, but I was really excited to see uh, actually what that game is going to be rather than just like 
crazy shooting zombies on this rundown ranch looking place. Yeah. Uh, to see that there is a lot of story in this that it has more stealth elements similar to what it looks like Horizon mm-hmm. Zero Dawn has. So I'm excited to see some of those gameplay mechanics and it looks, again, gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, so I'm very excited and I'm kind of anticipating Days Gone. I still don't get it, but yeah. we'll see what happens. Did they give a date on that? I don't think they did. Uh, I think it said 2018. Did they? I don't know if they gave it a date. Mm-hmm. I would hope it's coming in 2018 because... I think, I think it did say 2018. La- otherwise, it's too close to Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, I think it said 2018. Detroit Become Human. That Fucking, does look good. I, I, love, I even like Beyond Two Souls a lot. Uh, I had a, a great time with that. I like Quantic Dream. I've liked everything that I saw previous to the C3. I, I enjoyed this one, but I didn't like it as much as the previous demos. But everything that I've heard people coming out of playthroughs of that or experiences at E3, all of them have come out of there like, that was fucking amazing. So I'm, it's also uh, been a long time since we've seen something from them. It has, They've yeah. been teasing their next thing for a while. If you think at the PS4, was it the PS4 launch or PS4 E3? Like the first E3 or PS4 was a thing. Quantic Dream had that demo of the guy like giving the speech and then it cuts and it's like green screen and he's on a film set and he's making a, like a fantasy movie. Do you remember that? Uh, was that Quantic Dream? That's Quantic Dream, yeah. Because I think... That wasn't a Detroit tease, but it was at least right. like a, before here's our engine had, on PS4. Before that, they had the the main character girl, the girl from the, the following. Kara or whatever. Like, Kara, yeah, yeah, they had the Kara demo. That was before they knew that's what they wanted to do this game on. It was just kind of a tech demo that they yeah. showed up before that. Oh, yeah, that's right. That is the same character that's in Detroit. Yeah. Interesting. And they just kind of built off of that. Yeah. Yeah, very excited for that. Evil Within 2. That game looks... They either have the most kick-ass trailer and the best editing team, <laughs> or that game legitimately is going to be so freaking awesome. It looks sweet. And, and horrifying. Here's the thing about Bethesda's conference, too. Every game is coming out this year. And they- yeah. Yeah. October. That's not that far from now. Yeah. Can't wait. October. I'm going to have to make some choices when it comes to games to buy because there's a lot coming out in October. Mm-hmm. Middle Earth Shadow of War. That's probably, you know, of this list. Like, that game looks great, but it's also, the like, the most, meh. I might not pick that one up as mm-hmm. opposed to the rest of these. Like, which says something that if that game, which I, if I think looks pretty great and awesome... There's That's the so next strong, one for me. So many strong games this year. The next one I don't really care for too much just because I've never played the first one. And that is, if you want to say it, Chad. Oh, yeah. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Mm-hmm. I'm just excited because I, I love those kind of games and I'm glad that they're getting supported and, and Isn't available. Isn't it an Xbox only game? It now? is, yeah. Okay. What kind of game is it exactly? I don't really know anything about the series. It's a platformer with a really great story and a beautiful score. Cool. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. And then the last night, we know nothing of this game. Yeah, so... It had a really cool-looking trailer with really awesome art style. Apparently, that game is, like, is, uh... Um, that's all that exists of that game, apparently. And that's kind of what I heard, too. Yeah. But and it the guy was awesome, so... Uh, I'm into whatever remember, I can't remember who was saying it, but someone I was reading online was saying that the guy making the game is basically just trying to get funding for it still or something like that like oh really yeah so like this might not even happen but it looks really cool it does they don't even apparently know like what the gameplay is gonna look like from moment to moment which like you should, you should maybe figure that one out before you you know put it in a microsoft they event. could make it just like a 10 minute movie and i'd throw money at it it just looks mm-hmm. so freaking cool yeah and what we thought was 
like the 2D 16-bit characters in that 3D world. Turns out all of that is just 2D and bunch of planes that they're just kind of animating at different yeah. speeds to make it appear like it's 3D. Mm-hmm. So freaking cool. Very cool. So cool. So that is Chad's full list of the most anticipated games that he has. Yeah. I think on here, my most anticipated games are going to be we Shard of the Colossus, Mario Odyssey is on there. I'm not even going to put Metroid Prime 4 because it's just so far away right now. I just kind of like, yeah, I'm happy it's being made, but I'm not trying to anticipate it too much because it's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a ways off. But I am very much anticipating that return, Samus Returns game. I'm yeah. very excited about that. I want another 2D Metroid game. I haven't played a good 2D Metroid game in a long time, and this looks fantastic. Yeah. But I watched a good chunk of gameplay of it. It looks really, really fun. Um, where was the other one on To be here? clear. Yeah. I know I give you a lot of shit saying, oh, wait, but remember, it's just a remake of Metroid 2, so mm-hmm. you can go back and play Metroid 2. I know how hypocritical how hypocritical that is with Shadow of the Colossus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a remake, but it looks really fucking good. I'm just giving you shit. I know you're giving me shit, and I guess I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defend my shit for a second. <laughs> so, it's, it's a remake, but so was Metroid Zero Mission. Zero Mission is just a remake of Metroid. Yep. But Zero Mission is unanimously... Unanimously, the Metroid like fandom is it's considered. Don't even bother with Metroid. Just play Zero Mission. Right. That's a I mean, that's a yeah, pretty big thing the, to say. Remakes don't usually get that kind of. I guess in video games, edition. yeah. So, but this also looks like it's a much uh, more involved game than the the Metroid Two was on the Game Boy. There's a lot more happening. They've really re- revamped the controls. There's new, like, you can do these counter moves now. There's a lot of new stuff in this game. Yeah. There's also this cool thing, too, where you make the map as you go along. So as you kind of walk forward, the map fills in. And then if you find something of interest, you can, like, on the touchscreen at the bottom, slide a little marker to that point of interest on your map. So you're kind of creating the map yourself as you go along, which I kind of like that kind of stuff. I have no idea what you're talking about. So it's a, 2D, it's a two-screen game. Right. The bottom screen has your map, right? Yep. But the map fills in as you walk forward. So right. you might, it, it's a completely empty map until you start navigating. But if you find like a door that you can't open yet, right, and you want to remember how to get there, you can just mark it on the bottom touchscreen. So you're kind of marking the major points of interest on your map. I don't understand how that means you're making a map. Cause I you're, mean, you're just slowly revealing the map by walking rev- through well, it. Yeah, you're, but, but you can't be like, oh, you know what? I want to. I think I want a door down here, and I want to go to a room that. Okay. I'm going to draw in a room underneath I, this one, and suddenly it's going to exist. You you are deciding what points of interest on the map you want to put there. So you can just mark things on the yeah, map. Yeah, I enjoy that kind of stuff. Okay. Like in Zelda, if I found if I found a uh, like a like a cooking. So you're not like a cartographer area. that's actually designing and drawing the map. You're just. The tourist who's like, you know what? I would like to go visit the Eiffel Tower. And you'll kind of put that on your wish list yeah. of places to go visit. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I like that kind of stuff, though. So it looked good. And that's three games. I said I was going to do five. Um, How do you narrow it down to five games? Because I like lists. Oh, my God. Metro Exodus is definitely yeah. up there. I just There's no way that game looks that good. It looks like I'm talking like graphically, visually. It looks so incredible. Yeah, cannot wait. That's the game that made me think maybe I do want the Xbox One X because I want this to look as good as possible. Right. So there's that game. Um, 
although I'm very excited for Anthem, I want to see more of that before I say. I'm, oh, of course. I, yeah. Just, just, just because of how bad Andromeda went. Andromeda, and then you saw how everybody got burned with Destiny in the first year. So. Exactly. So I really want to see how that plays out. But I'd say, other than that, honestly, my my most anticipated game is is um is oddly enough going to be Uncharted Lost Legacy. Even though I'm not a big Uncharted fan. Really? Yeah. You know that that was at Sony's conference, right? I do know that was at Sony's you conference. You know that's a Sony game, right? And I also mentioned Shadow of the Colossus in that list as well. You know that that's an Uncharted game, right? Which you traditionally don't like. I liked 4. Holden, you know Nintendo has nothing to do with Uncharted Lost Legacy, Oh, never right? mind. I don't want to... There we go. I don't want to... There we go. That. <laughs> that's a good boy. I didn't put Mario Rabbids on there. This is a good boy. Which was still my biggest surprise of E3. I did not expect the gameplay to be like that at all. I just had to say that. There, I said it. I don't care. Well, you wouldn't let me say it before. I have no say in this podcast, Chad. Well, it's because you have so juniority. Is that a word? Seniority is a word. Juniority, is that a word? Now it is. Boom. There you go. There you go, Miriam. Boom. So those are most anticipated games. Do you want to get into cool. who won E3 now? Uh, if you could pick a game of the show, like what game do you think won E3? Or what is like the biggest game what game made the biggest splash can i can i make something say something here that's gonna contradict my nintendo fandom sure. i don't agree with people saying that mario odyssey is the game of, the, of e3 okay it looks awesome it looks so good it's not game of the e3 it's just okay. not but what is is a really tough question yeah um i've heard some publications saying spider-man i've heard some saying uh detroit become human i've heard some saying um uh <laughs> Some people have been saying a way out. I don't know. This is tough. I guess, like, what would Game of the E3 mean? Though? Like, game that, like, I'm most excited to play or a game that just seemed the coolest or well, did the best Well, I guess you have to figure out whatever it means like... to you because that's what, apparently all that fucking matters because what <laughs> might be a good conference might be shit to you because they didn't show a logo. I mean, they could show you, like, all the studios and what they're working on's title screens. Fine, so what my game of the year is? Um, the traditional Pokemon game that's coming. Oh, my God. <laughs> totally oh kidding. Oh, my I'm, fucking God. I'm totally, totally kidding. Jeez, um, what is my game of the year? You, a game of the E3, you go first. I'll think of this. I, I'm kind of actually torn between, like, choosing Spider-Man or Metro Exodus. See, that's where I'm kind of debating because Metro Exodus does is probably there for me, yeah. but it's they didn't show a lot necessarily. Like, I still have so many questions about what the game is. Yeah, I was excited about how good it looked. Some mm-hmm. of the gameplay mechanics, this like you saw like the scarcity of ammo from the fact that you had to shoot the thing and then go pick up your bolt out of its head. Yeah, uh, I really liked the fact that you shot it where your bolt landed in its body then played into the animation of where you stepped on its head and you pulled it out of that. Like, it was all contextual rather than, like, mm-hmm. suddenly the arrow just snaps to your hand. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that game has so much promise, and I think it had a super fantastic presentation. Yeah. Uh, and now that, I'm, now that I'm talking about it, yeah, I do think Metro Exodus, it had a one of the best trailers, one of the best, like, reveals that I've seen in a, while. a very long time. Yeah, yeah I think we're going to agree on this one then. Good. It's the only thing we'll agree on this entire episode. Uh, yep. <laughs> and it didn't come out of a Nintendo conference. I don't just like Nintendo games. No, I know. I know. You just, just like sucking that dick. That Nintendo dick. All right. Who won E3? 
I mean, you know my answer. I think Nintendo One E Three. I really do. Tell me why. Because they they also had the the biggest advantage coming in, where they hadn't shown so much for so long that they were able just to be like, here's something surprising you didn't see coming. Here's a game you didn't see coming. Um, they kind of covered so many. They covered so much ground. I mean, you had later on this year um, they showed off an incredible Mario game that I'm giddy about. It looks so much fun, like yeah. the hats and like how you can take over like any enemy or like just random objects in the world. It looks so much fun. Um, they made a pretty compelling argument for um, uh, for me for um, what should I call it? Shit, what was I going on about? Um, fuck. Oh, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles um, X or two. I'm really excited about that that game. That Do looks you know why? really fun. It has a Nintendo stamp on it, but it's made by Monolith Software. Yeah, but it has a Nintendo stamp on it. And like that, they just have so many good games covered in the sense that like they have a really good platformer. They have a really good like RPG game. They have that they showed off there that are exclusive to their console. Right. They showed off um, two like b- big surprise games that are seem further in development than we think. Which is Yoshi and Kirby. Although I'm not necessarily big fans of those franchises, I didn't really see those games coming, and they look really good for me. Sure. Like I didn't think the Switch was capable of graphics that looked that, you know, that good. Right. Not PS4 levels, but they still look really solid. And then having Metroid Prime 4 there, even though it's kind of like a tease of like, "Hey guys, we're making it. It's coming." Huge announcement. Um, on top of that, saying, "Yeah, we have a mainline Pokemon game that's like coming out probably next year." or like close after that huge like mic drop moment simply just because those games sell so well it's the reassurance of like it's coming right the zelda dlc looks really solid honestly outside of those weird reggie moments that was a really good conference for them i just yeah, everything they talked reggie moments. Yeah, everything they talked about i'm like yeah that looks really good like fire emblem warriors okay i'm probably not going to play that but that was for Fire Emblem fans, that was a big moment. Whereas I felt like all the other conferences, it was like Sony's, I, it was a really good conference. They still have the best format for how they release things. There yeah. was just so much stuff there that I had already seen. The only two really big surprises were Shadow of the Colossus, amazing surprise, can't wait for that game, and then Monster Hunters, uh, Monster Hunter Worlds. Which, those were two, like, you know, big games, but if those were your two only big surprises out of, you know, so many games they showed off, that was kind of disappointing to me. Yeah. And then Microsoft, although they had a lot of new stuff they were showing off, their format is revolting. They showed, It's so old. It's so old, yeah. It's, and even, like, Nintendo's format wasn't the best, but just they had so much new stuff they were talking about. Everything was exciting. It was short, it was concise. Like, they just put their cards to the table, finally. Yeah. Yeah. They have more new stuff to show off. And that's all that matters to you. Not the only thing that matters what's to new. But, come on. Sony's conference was last year's conference part two. That's what it was. I'm not arguing with you. Yeah. But that doesn't... How, how could, I don't know. I just... I'm not saying I'm arguing with you. I'm just saying to my own thoughts. Like, that wasn't... It didn't blow me away. There was nothing about Sony's conference. because nothing was new in it, and that's yeah. all that matters. And you know what? Mm-hmm. I think Nintendo won E3. Yay! <laughs> I thought we were going to disagree on that. No, I think Nintendo won E3. I, they came out. They have uh, a solid, super polished title every single month for the rest of 2017. Yeah. 
And they have heavy hitters. They have sometimes multiple things a month. And they're all exclusive. And they're all exclusive. Yeah. Um, and while very few of them look like they are for me, and they're things that I might be interested in, we have Mario and Rabbids. We have Mario Odyssey. Yeah. And that's kind of it this year. Mm-hmm. They did. They have the hype moments of Metroid Prime 4 and mm-hmm. the Pokemon. So... They had a super strong Which was selection super shoehorned, by the way. Uh, definitely, Pokemon, definitely. super like, oh shit, we should probably talk about that. Yeah, all right, I'll just, I'll just mention it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have something great for everybody. They have a solid title every single month. They yeah. had the hype, and they did it all in 25 minutes. Yeah. And I, I that, was, that was incredibly strong. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think they won E3. Now, they which had conference the, had yeah. the most games that I would want to play? Undoubtedly, Sony. Sony. Yeah, I would agree with that, too. And they had just hit after hit after hit. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn. Their format yeah, is that still looks the great. best. I can't wait to play that. Oh, shit. Also, that looks great. I can't wait to play that. Oh, shit. That also looks fucking great. I'm mm-hmm. going to pre-order all these titles right now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think Nintendo won E3 this year. I'm actually really surprised to hear you say that. Because I am a person who can appreciate <laughs> other things, although they may not be for me. I can appreciate things that aren't for me, too. No, like Spider-Man. <laughs> Yeah, like Spider-Man. Yeah. No, I'm going to buy Spider-Man. <laughs> no, don't buy it, Holden. I'm going to buy it. Don't buy it because you don't like it and you're not going to like it. Don't buy Spider-Man. I'm gonna you hate it. superheroes. You won't go see superhero movies and you won't play superhero games. <laughs> don't buy Spider-Man. And you already said that it doesn't look fun to you. I just it just look fun. It just it wasn't I didn't expect anything different than that when I heard there was going to be a Spider-Man game. Well, don't buy it. But that doesn't look good to you? It looks good. It looks great. But it just nothing about that was like, oh, yeah, this is how a Spider-Man game should be. I kind of like, yeah, that's what a Spider-Man game is. That's not what a Spider-Man game is, though. That's not what a Spider-Man game has ever been. In 2018, whenever it comes out, that's what a Spider-Man game should be. Should be, yeah. Yeah, should, should be. Yeah. That's not what a Spider-Man game has ever been. Yeah, because it wasn't capable of So just because you dreamed up a really fucking great game... And then they delivered on that. It's not good to you. It just didn't surprise me. There was nothing about it like. There was nothing about it that was like, oh, that wasn't what I was expecting. I don't know. Cool. Yeah. Let's get into some of these uh, interrogatives. It's Father's Day out there. Happy Father's Day to all you fathers. Shit, is it really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I called my dad. Um. I would say call your dad's. By the time you're listening to this, your dad's probably in bed. And it's not even Father's Day anymore, so you should still call your, call your dad. Yeah, tell I mean, call your dad. Call your dad anyway. Call him the day after Father's Day. And be like, surprise, bitch! You thought I was only going to call you twice a year on your birthday and Father's Day. This is the second time I'm not calling on your birthday. <laughs> 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 Actually, when is your row. birthday, Daddy? Because I forgot. Good. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> um, so, so happy Father's Day. Let's talk about who are the best and worst dads in video games. I mean, the worst is Kratos. Uh, that's exactly what I had down to. <laughs> yeah. Worst dad by far kills his kid and his wife. Well, has no character whatsoever. Is there, just, is there a? Re- he's a terrible role model. Well, is he redeemable in the sense that he tries to avenge his mistakes and tries to like make up for it? Has a new son. He's trying to do better with his new well, son. In all the forms that he's existed in so far, he's the worst. He's dad. The worst dad. Yeah. Definitely. But maybe, maybe he's looking to change the game for himself. <laughs> is there a good video game dad, though? Where you're like, that. oh, Joel. Joel's a- That's top of my list. Yep, the only good video game dad I have, Joel. <laughs> Joel from Last of Us. Uh, I do have one more worst dad. Who's that? Yoshi. 
Oh, Yoshi in that's... Yoshi's Island is a terrible adoptive father to baby Mario and Luigi. I actually do have a good dad. Fucking bringing those babies around, riding on their backs, in with all these monsters and shit, and jumping into lava, and these babies, and then they get hit and they're crying off in bubbles, and he like headbutts their bubbles to get them back or licks them with a tongue. Like, it's a bad dad. Also, he's a dinosaur. He so, can't obviously take care of a human. Here's a riddle for you. It just came with us right now. Two dads. A riddle? I don't two like, good yeah, I like dads. I'll just tell the answer immediately. Okay. Don't worry. Two good dads. Yep. Both have dad in their name in video games. Okay. Octodad. Dad Octodad. Octodad is one of them because he's not like a great dad necessarily, but he tries so hard to pretend he's really a dad. Holden, this segment wasn't name dads in video games. It was who's the best and who's the worst dad. Okay. Well, I'm just naming some more. Because I want to. I think it's important. Cause then the next how about one you introduce this as, as a second interrogative? Fine. Hey, can you name some more dads? <laughs> Hold. Do you have an answer for? Do you have some more dads? Okay. Here's the second that has the dad in the name, Big Daddy from Bioshock. Great. He takes care of the little sister. That was a. That's a fantastic dad. Yeah. I'm Why didn't you have dad. that for the first interrogative? Because I just came up with it right now. Hold. See, when we put it in in advance, best and worst dads. And then we leave that question, and then you're like, you know what? For this other dad question, I think I'll induce, introduce a really great dad. I said I had more great dads. I said that in my in the beginning. So it's, this is. And then you, you said Octodad. So Chad, if you could pick one game for me three to be in VR, what'd it be? Um, they've so they kind of announced a little bit of Spider-Man VR. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not necessarily. So nauseating. It wasn't necessarily the video game no, Spider-Man that we saw. It was. You just haven't played enough VR. You played like ten seconds of VR. I think swimming, swinging through a city sounds nauseating in VR. No, that sounds awesome. Flying in eagle flight in VR, kind of dipping down in those in between buildings and shit like that is fucking liberating. Okay, you just got to play more VR. I do. Uh, but there is a, a movie tie-in. If Spider-Man Nintendo makes part. a VR headset, I'm all for VR. I, I know. I know Virtual you Boy are. is the best version of See, VR you think ever to be released. You think you're joking. <laughs> um, but yeah, there is a movie tie-in to it. Yeah. So there's something coming on June 30th coming to PSVR mm-hmm. and Oculus and Vive. Yeah. What about you? Um, If I were to say the VR game that's not VR. Yep. Detroit. Mm. To be like more in the world, I think you're just, it'd feel like your decisions have a greater impact if you're yeah. kind of the one there making the decisions. Interesting. <laughs> that was a great timing for a burp. Thank you. And <laughs> we have a real life interrogative. We have a real life subscriber, a real life subscriber. interrogative. One, hey, Eric, Perez. Eric Perez. Eric Perez. What is your second two names. favorite video game? First name and a last name, but they're both first names. This is a tricky one for me because Zelda's the only game, right? That's my favorite game. It's the only game. You think else. you're joking. <laughs> second favorite video game, Zelda Breath of the Wild. And Zelda Ocarina of Time. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. No. So you go first. I'll think of one. Um... My top, my list of favorite video games is five Naughty Dog games. <laughs> so I will feel bad about my Nintendo that as well. <laughs> uh, mine is Last of Us is number one. Uncharted Four is a very, very close number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, second favorite game, Uncharted Four. No shame. 
Last of Us is actually probably like number three for me because yeah. I do really love that game. But I just have so many amazing memories of playing Metroid Prime as a kid. Yeah. That's my number two game, I think. I just still can hear the atmospheric music in my head if I think if I think about it. It's And number one is that boring ass Zelda. Breath of the Wild, yeah. 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 I, I'm really just putting more Zelda as number one because I just love the franchise. Oh, good. Well, then I'll just put, like, Mario mm-hmm. as number one for me. Yep. Which includes Mario Kart, Mario RPG, all those, Super right? Mario Chargers. <laughs> Do you actually, what's funny, I really enjoyed Super Mario Sluggers. I the fucking baseball. loved Mario Strikers on the Wii, the soccer game. Mm-hmm. The baseball game on GameCube was apparently terrible, but I loved the shit out of it. Good. It's a good game. What's the Mario soccer game like? I never played those. It was really fun, and they're like charge-up power-up moves that you kick the ball in certain ways and it like obliterates the goal and things like that. It, it was fun. <laughs> I played that a lot on Wii. So I was with Eric when he asked this question. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm just playing ARMS, and he's like, what's your second favorite game? I'm like, I don't know, man, probably ARMS. This game's really good. <laughs> oh, my God. So probably ARMS. You were a five-year-old. I love it. Like that. if I ask a five-year-old, what's your favorite movie? And he's like, the one I saw last week. <laughs> So probably arms my favorite game of all time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I think I'm done yelling at you for the night. Yeah, you've been you've been especially mean this episode. <laughs> a little part, part of it of- is like a little bit of a heightened like uh, I'm giving you shit, and part of it is like legitimately I don't fucking understand you and Spider Man. <laughs> it wasn't a surprise. Don't try to describe it, it to me. Don't try to describe it to me, or I'll just get even more pissed. And I'll well, I'm glad we can get mad at each other <laughs> and still make beautiful love later on tonight. I don't. I don't think you know what love means, Holden. When you put the pillow on my face and try to choke me, that's love, right? And I thought we were just gonna make macaroni and cheese. Oh, we're doing that tonight too. Yeah, craft oh. blue box. Nice. Blue box. That's that's love, man. All right. Well, I love you too, Chad. Uh, and I love you, audience. I'm macaroni and cheesy too, Holden. Oh, I'm making your heart. Bye, everyone. Right oh, also, send us shit. Yeah, like, if you want to send us, like, you know, like, Xbox One X and, Eric, and stuff, like... Before you talk to us in real life, send it to us in an email so it, like, is legitimate and it counts. <laughs> also, that goes for the rest of you. And Chad's turning this off with his toe right now. I'm trying. I can't find where the cursor is. Oh, and I just clicked something on the... Tr- on, okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Can you do it? And goodbye, everybody. Bye, y'all.